had an addictive personality, so I'd just go from one addiction to the next to the next. I was completely broken. I was sad. I was lost. I was scared. I was depraved. My moral compass was completely whacked. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about parapsychology, which is where people get into the study of esoteric things and is all part of studying psychics and paranormal activity. You know, many people are getting into new age and practicing acts like lucid dreaming, seances, astro projection which are all things that are mentioned in scripture for mankind not to engage in. But what happens when someone doesn't listen and they go on down that pathway? In our last show, we had Stephen Bankars, who shared with us how he grew up in a Christian family, but later on started believing in many other types of beliefs like reincarnation, astral projection, which is having out-of-body experiences, and lucid dreaming. He was learning a lot of new age type of beliefs, started studying paranormal activity, believing in aliens, psychic activity, so much so that he had an encounter with a type of being that he was told was a Native American family spirit from his past. He told us that he since learned that these encounters were actually demons. And today he's going to reveal to us more why he believes that. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. Hey, Stephen, it's great to have you with us. You know, it's interesting how you really started believing in all of this new age type of stuff. Even though you had a scary encounter with some type of spirit with three eyes, you continued in your deep study and spiritual search on what all of this meant. So much so that you became a pretty famous person in teaching new age type of beliefs. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I was so heavily involved into my research that I kept having people asking me questions about this stuff because I was so well-versed in the information. And so in November of 2012, I ended up creating a Facebook page called Spirit Science and Metaphysics. And this was kind of a compilation of the research that I had come across for, you know, reincarnation, pyramid technology, the afterlife, the existence of the soul a source field, a universal source field, different theories of consciousness, etc. Mm. And I started making posts on this Facebook page and it was doing so well for its size that it gained the attention of someone named Jordan from a YouTube series called Spirit Science. And he had a really big YouTube channel and it was like the main YouTube channel for New Age stuff. And when he reached out to me, I was so overjoyed because I saw him as like being a really big influence on my work. Right. And we ended up collaborating a little bit. I would share stuff from my page onto his. He would share stuff from his page onto mine. And I started making other connections with other admins from various Facebook pages. 
And before you know it, you have, you know, 500,000 followers on your Facebook page, 700,000 followers on your Facebook page. It was just blowing up. And I was attracting all of these people who were into the occult and into new ageism. And they loved my work. They believed everything that I believed. So I decided finally, you know what? Everyone else has a website. Every other big Facebook page out there has a website. I'm going to make one myself. And I received like 700,000 website views in my second day. I had like six or seven million total views my first month. It was just completely taking off. Oh. It was teaching false stuff that I now know is false. But at the time, I thought this was God like confirming to me, good job. Like you're helping wake humanity up. I thought that God was on my side and was helping propel me into this success because I was helping humanity awaken spiritually to a higher state of consciousness. My website was the largest New Age site in the world for a while. Wow. Instant fame in a sense. I understand that these study of beliefs were really popular. You started making money enough to live a very luxurious lifestyle. But I understand after you attained all of that, you were left feeling very empty. Is that right? Yeah, I was totally convinced I had found the truth, the truth about Jesus even. I believe Jesus was a mystic who taught us the inner path to enlightenment, to God consciousness, to Christ consciousness, to awaken our own inner Christ nature in us. That's what I believed about him. And I was arrogant. I was fully convinced that I had found the truth. My website was bringing in like 30 to 50 grand a month in ad revenue. I was living the dream. I was able to get the car I wanted, the house I wanted. And to say that I was still unfulfilled is the biggest understatement ever. I was totally wrecked. I was broken. My thoughts were evil and perverse continuously. I was a lust addict. I had an addictive personality, so I'd just go from one addiction to the next to the next. And I was completely broken. I was sad. I was lost. I was scared. I was depraved. I was just terribly debased. My moral compass was completely whacked. But I felt that I still had God on my side. That's how strong of a delusion I was under, is that I could be living in total habitual sin, like brutal kinds of sin, and to still be convinced that Jesus was for me because I had a false Christ, and that God was for me because I worshipped a God in my imagination. The New Age, it didn't bear any good spiritual fruit in me. It didn't produce any fruits of righteousness, of peace. And I reached one point where after I destroyed a relationship I was in, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I fell on my face. And I just one night after I was just so broken and done, I fell on my face before him and I just repented. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And that's when he revealed himself to me spiritually. That's when I encountered his presence. And that's when... Everything started to change. The atmosphere changed. It became thick and heavy with a personal, holy, righteous presence. And I knew it was the presence of Jesus. More specifically, it was the Jesus of the New Testament. It was the Jesus of the Bible. It wasn't the Jesus of Deepak Chopra. It was the real Jesus. And I could feel that he had full and complete authority, that he was a Lord over me and over everything in creation. And it seemed like the things around me outside, the trees and the sounds of nature, were recognizing him like they were worshiping him. I was totally overwhelmed, and I didn't know he existed in this way, but he was my last option. I was just so wrecked, and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm done. I believe I want you to have my life, and I was just bawling, and the 
air was so thick with his presence, I couldn't stand. I tried to get up and I couldn't. That was the first time that I encountered the Holy Spirit. And after that experience, I went inside and I had so many light bulbs going off in my head, so much help from the Holy Spirit to show me the truth about the stuff that I was involved with, whether it be aliens, reincarnation, mysticism. I was like, oh my gosh, I get it. I finally get it. Jesus is Lord. And all of this is a bunch of deception to lead people away from him. Oh my goodness, I was fooled. How could I not have seen this? It all makes sense. Now, everything makes sense when you have Jesus, because Jesus is the truth. He's not just the Savior. He's the truth. He's the standard of truth. And when you have his spirit living in you, that's when you can start making these connections, because his spirit awakens these things and enlightens our minds. And I was like, I'm done. I cannot go back to the New Age. So I ended up making up public apologies on Facebook, telling everyone, I'm sorry for everyone I deceived with this New Age garbage. It's demonic strategy set up to keep us from Jesus, the only Son of God. He's not a mystic. He's exactly who he claimed to be. He's the sacrifice for our sins. And I apologize for anybody that I, you know, led astray. And I quit my job. I sold my house. I sold my car. And I was done. And I gave my life to Jesus on the spot after so many years of diligently seeking one experience in the presence of Jesus. It's enough to do it. Wow. This is so amazing. You truly had a spiritual encounter that was different than what you had before. You encountered Jesus Christ. It's kind of surreal, really, because you were kind of at a point of no return. You know, one of those people who are making their own religion through new age, it sounds like to me, and then boom, Christ comes and he brings illumination, revelation, and even conviction I can hear through your testimony. Amen. I understand your life is completely changed and have since repented from believing in reincarnation, aliens, parapsychology, and now you're truly one of the followers of the way, the truth, and the life. Stephen, your story is so inspirational and it is so refreshing to hear your story. Thanks so much for joining us, Stephen. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. I have some deeper thoughts to share with you right after the short break. Did you know that just $10 a month can reach up to 1,000 more listeners to our show, where their lives can be inspired and transformed by the power of the gospel? We need your help. We are a nonprofit ministry, and we need your support today. Let me tell you how God is using this show to touch so many hearts. We often hear how someone was just driving in their car, heard our show, and related to someone's story, and God touched their heart. They received Jesus into their life, that day. You can donate to our ministry through our website at www.therealliferadioshow.com, where you can make a one-time donation or make a monthly commitment. You can also support us by getting our merch through our website. You can buy t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, and more. Every donation helps, whether it's $3 a month or $100 a month. Thank you so much for your support and prayers. Now back to the show. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I think Stephen's testimony is a clear example of what I was talking about in our last show, that the spiritual realm is composed of two distinct sides. One is demonic and dangerous, but it seems like it almost poses as if it's a good thing. And then there's another spiritual realm that is heavenly and spiritually safe. What is amazing is that Stephen experienced both and has given us a better understanding of the difference of the two. But ancient scripture reveals the same concept. 
and warns us of the dangers of the darkness that exists in this world is written in Ephesians chapter 6, 11-13. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. What's clear about this scripture is that it very much points to the fact that there's dangers in the darkness of the spiritual realm. This is stuff that Stephen was talking about and how harmful it must be since we're called to put on what? The armor of God. When is armor needed? When there's an enemy trying to kill you. What's really crazy to me is that Stephen before and many, how many people are engaging into the spiritual realm without any protection. And therefore, no wonder he felt this serious fear and concern when he saw this spirit with three eyes, like in his presence, like yikes. What about you, beloved? Have you considered the serious consequences that can happen when we don't listen to what the Bible says? Father God, I'm praying right now for the person who's saying, gosh, I've been engaging the spiritual realm in a wrong way. Lord, we repent of that right now in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, we receive you. We believe in you. We thank you, Lord. You died on the cross for our sins. Let us to enter in into knowing Father God through you in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please send us a text at 877-325-8030. That's 877-325-8030. See you next time.